Hello, and welcome to the Learn to Mediate Online podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host, and I'm one of the leading experts in online mediation. I have personally been mediating online for over five years now, and I have my own fully online family law mediation and coaching practice. Two years ago, after so many of my colleagues reached out wanting to know how I was doing it, I created the Learn to Mediate Online training program, and to date, I have personally trained thousands of mediators in how to successfully conduct their mediations through an online platform. As a leading figure in the online mediation movement, I am privileged to be on the cutting edge of developments and advances in online practice, and this podcast has been created to share that information with you. So tune in each week to get the inside story on how to mediate online. I invite you to now listen to today's podcast. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host, and I'm so glad you're here today for the Learn to Mediate online podcast. I have an exciting episode for you because last week I attended, I will, I'm putting it in air quotes, uh, because it was the virtual Zoomtopia conference last week. Uh, it was a full week of online events, um, all different kind of fireside chats and announcements and presentations. Uh, but there were some exciting announcements that do apply and might excite some of us in the ODR world. So I'm I'm going to go over some of the top announcements from Zoomtopia so you know what's coming to Zoom. Um, but first, I just wanted to let everyone know, so the Learn to Mediate Online Academy has been created. I've taken three of my top webinar programs and turned them into on-demand courses. So that includes the Learn to Mediate Online program itself, the one that teaches you how to do online mediations using Zoom. Um, so that is available there as well as I have do-it-yourself website basics. It basically walks you through how easy it is to set up and create your own website that you then can keep up to date and manage yourself without the high cost of paying someone a webmaster, so to speak, to do it for you. In fact, I do all my websites. Um, I have six going right now. And I do all of my websites through GoDaddy. And I believe it's about $150 a year in total for each website. So if you're interested in that, DIY websites for uh, basics for professionals. And then the topic I know that's always touchy for everyone, but is really critical in today's online world is social media musts for professionals. And basically that will cover the who, what, where, when, why, and how of posting. So it'll tell you where you should be posting to get to your ideal market, to network, what type of posts, how you can create them, and most importantly, how you can automate it so that it's not something that you're having to spend every minute of every day on. So if you're interested in that, go to learntomediateonline.com and it will have access to all of the programs. I also just want to note, I have an upcoming uh, new on-demand course that should be going live any day now on creating your own podcast. You know, I'm all, I, I love my podcasts. So because you're a listener, if you enter the code podcast into the coupon code, you'll get 10% off our, of any or all of the programs. 
So let's dive into Zoomtopia. And for those of you who are watching on the video version, I have here all of my swag from Zoomtopia. I've got my pins and I've got my Zoomtopia stickers. I have a Zoomtopia hat, but my husband absconded with it. He really liked it. Um, but I do have an opportunity to go buy some more Zoom swag because they gave me um, $15 delivering you happiness from Zoomtopia, but and a lot of other little little fun things. But Zoomtopia, Zoom is kind of like renowned for this very lavish conference that they put on every year that has supposedly incredible food and really great um, celebrities that come and keynotes, etc. In fact, I had there was a wonderful presentation from Ava DuVernay, um, the filmmaker. For any of you who are a fan of hers in the live session. But like everyone else and every other event that any of us have attended in the last seven months and probably will attend for the next seven months or longer, um, this went, Zoomtopia went fully online and it was a full week of various events and Zoom rolled out various announcements and upgrades and discussions throughout the week, um, several of which I think are of importance to those of us in the online dispute resolution world. So I'm going to go over the top three, um, just what you can expect from them, when they'll actually be available, because most of these are announcements of coming attractions, so to speak. Uh, but they were pretty exciting. I posted a couple on my LinkedIn page, and I will do some links to the Zoom blogs that go into to these um, these different modalities and functionalities in more detail so you can take a look. Um, but for those who are listening, I'll do my best to describe everything. So the very first, um, and really I think for Zoom, the most important thing they are rolling out based um, on you know all of the hoopla at the beginning of COVID around their security issues is they are rolling out end-to-end -end encryption. Um, E2EE -E is the nice, um, the a nice anacrum, and it's just not coming out properly. Sorry, folks. Uh, the, <laughs> I'll just skip over it. So it is here, but it is here in early beta form. So end-to-end -end encryption is available as of this week. Um, it's in beta starting mid-October. It is for all free and paid accounts. We're in phase one of four phases. And um, I think when I tell you the timeline, you'll see that we are in the early days. Um, but Zoom is putting it out in beta and they are actively soliciting feedback. So this is our time, folks. If we are going to use it, if you do use it in phase one, and I'll talk about why you might not be able to, but if you are trying it, say, for some of your meetings, be sure to give them feedback. Um, as I've talked about in other podcasts and other presentations I've done, when I talk about some of the platforms like RDO and Modron and Legaler and Crack, those founders and creators are very open to our feedback. And that's why they're really like coming out with some exciting stuff. And we're getting what we need for our profession. So be sure to give that feedback to Zoom if you do try the beta of the end-to-end -end encryption. Now, here is 
a few of the issues. Now, first off, if you want to use it, um, you have to enable it at the account level. So you actually have to go into your account settings and enable end-to-end -end encryption. Notably, all of the participants in your meeting will also have to have enabled it for it to work. Um, so that is really probably the first thing is if you're going to try it out on a meeting and you have a bunch of meeting participants who are not up to date on this beta or don't want to try it, it's not going to work for your meeting. Here's the other issue. Oh, one other thing. You have to also opt into the end-to-end. -end. So you can enable it, but then each meeting, you will have to opt into end-to-end -end as well, as will all of your participants. So that's a little clunky. Obviously, we're talking phase one. But here's why I think most mediators are probably not going to be trying the end-to-end -end encryption in phase one there's some functionality that doesn't work. And most importantly, that includes breakout rooms. You can't use breakout rooms with the end-to-end -end, end -end encryption in phase one. It also doesn't allow for one-to-one -one private chats. So although it's exciting, I do think that it is something that as we as professionals run into companies, clients who don't want to use Zoom because they're afraid of you know, security issues, end-to-end -end encryption as it continues to roll out over time, uh, when they get it up to speed so that our functionality is there, this is going to be a big positive. Um, phase two out of four phases is anticipated to roll out sometime in 2021. They didn't say early, mid, or late 2021, but I think you can see that phase four is really, you know, probably where we're going to get the best functionality that may be a ways down the road. But according to the CEO, you know, that their goal is for Zoom to be, I want to quote this, end-to-end yeah, -end encryption is one more step to making Zoom the most secure platform in the world. So they take that very seriously. They're working really, you know, really diligently at it, if not quickly. As we all know, if you're in the tech world at all, nothing happens that quickly. It takes time to do it right. So let's move on to the second exciting announcement. And honestly, this one was very visual and really got my attention. They have introduced what they're calling platform enhancements. Um, and what they are there for is to provide a more immersive, secure, and collaborative experience for the meetings, Zoom phone, and Zoom webinars. Um, and so there's a few different modalities of these um, platform enhancements that I think are really going to be something that we are going to, as ODR professionals, want to start looking into. Now, the first one, and this is the one that's super visual, and I will put some pictures of these uh, modalities in the show notes, so be sure to go look there. But they have immersive scenes. So immersive scenes, what are those? Well, they are custom background themes that are set by the host. And it's where you can have all of your participant videos set into that scene so that everyone is seeing the same thing. Now you're wondering, what does that mean? Well, the two um, examples that they showed, one was a classroom with rows of desks and a student, a child's face and shoulders, you know, their video in each chair. So it looked 
visually to everyone looking as if it were a classroom. And then they also had a courtroom. Um, and they had the judge sitting up at the top with a big seal around her video head in that particular picture. They had the defense attorney and defendant and the plaintiff and the plaintiff's attorney. Um, and then the row of jurors. It was actually set up for a jury trial. Um, so this is those may not be the platforms or the immersive uh, background themes that we're going to want to use. But I think you can start to see if you were going to have a conference table, a round table like we mediators like, or if you're doing a um, an arbitration, maybe the courtroom scene would work better for you or maybe a conference table setting. Um, so this is supposed to be available in early 2021. Um, and I think that that is going to be something that uh, people are going to find really interesting and definitely go look at the pictures because the minute you see those, I think you really get what I'm talking about. Now, the other um, platform enhancement that they're going to have is video in your waiting room. Um, and people have said, well, what does that mean? Why is that interesting? Well, what it really means is it's the host who's going to be able to see the video of the people who are in the waiting room. So when they sign into the waiting room, their video is going to turn going to turn on and the host will be able to see it. So this is actually an enhanced security measure because you will be able to vet your participants visually, not just by seeing seeing a name in the waiting room, but visually vet them, make sure they are the participant they are supposed to be, presuming that you know them, before you admit them into the meeting. Now, that is also supposed to be available to us in early 2021. Um, and then the last one, which is already in effect for the most part, um, and maybe you have or have not noticed this, but it is important to uh, the online dispute resolution process. They have instituted high-fidelity audio. That was released last month, um, September of 2021, and they have now what's called high-fidelity music mode. Um, and they will be instituting, or they have actually, but they're going to have um, artificial intelligence to enhance it. They have background noise suppression. Um, so this is, you know, as we've talked about in other podcasts and in my programs, um, you know, the inflection in our tone is a large part of our communication, uh, not necessarily the words that we say. So cutting down um, and suppressing the background noise and having enhanced audio quality is really important. Um, and this has gone into place already, but they will, um, coming is artificial intelligence that will automatically turn the um, noise suppression, background noise suppression on. So right now, it doesn't automatically turn on and turn off. Um, I think we have to look into our settings to turn it on or turn it off. But once the AI is there and it detects background noise, it will automatically turn it on once that's available. So some of the platform enhancements, I think, are going to be 
a big deal for mediators, arbitrators, online dispute resolution professionals. And then the last enhancement or the last new thing that's coming, um, the new announcement, is that they are creating what they are calling ZAPS. That's Z-A-P-P-S, which is really Zoom apps. So they are going to, this is their term for it, bringing best of breed apps into the Zoom experience. So things that exist right now that we use as apps, a good example that will already is already in the works is Dropbox, um, will now become a zap. It's essentially going to be integrated into your Zoom experience. You will have a zap icon on your, it's going to say, I think, my zaps, icon on your toolbar as the host. And when you click on it, it will bring you a list of your zaps, your apps that you have enabled. So it may not sound exciting until you think about it, but having your Dropbox already integrated so that you can just click on it, not fumble around and look for documents, not have to minimize the screen. It's just going to be automatically available. DocuSign or, you know, whatever your e-signing platform is. uh, DocuSign has an app. I don't know that it's one of the ones that so far has been um, uh, brought in as one of the zaps, but hopefully it will be. And then payment apps. Let's think about some of those like PayPal and Stripe and Square. You would be able to do payment right through there. So all of the apps and transcription apps, think of all the different applications if they were right in your Zoom experience, how exciting that that could be. Um, And I think that that is really going to be a game changer for Zoom. So some of the other platforms that I mentioned earlier, Modren, Legaler, RDO, and Crack are integrating Things like e-signatures and payment functions and case management into their platforms. Modern already, I think, has case management. But that the you know, I it, the vast majority, I mean, I just did a survey and I'm gonna have an episode on this survey. Some of you have may have taken it. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. I'd really appreciate it if you would take this survey if you haven't taken it yet, because what we're trying to find out is what you think about online mediation and where we're going with this so we can do better programming as well as provide you with content that's going to be helpful. So it only takes three minutes. Please go answer it. But we have a fair number of of answers already. And we asked people what platform they're using to do their online dispute resolution. And 94% 94% are using Zoom. And in fact, the only other platforms that just a few people were using were GoToMeeting and what was the other one? I think the other one was Microsoft Teams. Um, and I do want to point out, just uh, as a side note, I was just speaking with Microsoft Teams and some of their uh, tech team. They are rolling out breakout rooms in the next month. Um, so for everyone who is using Teams or whose company is using Teams, 
be aware, be looking. Hopefully, November 2020, you will start seeing the breakout room function. They may call it something else, uh, but breakout room function in Microsoft Suite. So exciting news from Microsoft as well, a little add-on from our Zoom experience. But Zoomtopia um, was a big extravaganza, all kinds of exciting things announced. But those are really the ones that I think are most interesting for dispute resolution professionals. Now, I also want to make a note uh, because I recently was on a panel with Harry Mosley, who is the global CIO of Zoom, and he hinted that one of the announcements might be what we call the breakout room doorbell or door knock function that we've all been asking for. And sadly, that was not announced at Zoomtopia. But never fear, I plan to follow up with Harry. In fact, I'd like to get him on the podcast to answer your questions. Um, But I will be following up on that. But Zoom did really roll out some very new and exciting and inventive things that are going to help us in our practice. Um, And I think that's something for all of us to note, just how much things are changing and how rapidly things are changing and innovation is coming to us. It is an exciting time for us as professionals. I get really, you know, jazzed up about this stuff. Um, Really, a lot of innovation is moving into this field. So if you have moved online, if you are loving it as much as I do and and as much as I hear from most people that they do, just know it's going to continue to get better and better. We're going to have more functionality and just listen to the Learn to Mediate online podcast and I'm going to keep telling you about it. So I hope that uh, you'll be able to come back and join us next week. Um, I have a wonderful guest who's going to be joining us, one of my colleagues, um, from the Southern California Mediation Association and the ABA, Jean Lawler. And we're going to talk about some more data protection. She is a data protection specialist. Um, And as we go out, I also just want to mention uh, something that is near and dear to my heart and a huge honor in my life. I recently uh, partnered with Forrest Woody Mostyn, um, really probably the leading name um, in family mediation and training. Um, And we have partnered to create the Mostyn Guthrie Academy, and we will be providing mediation training and professional trainings online. Uh, We just completed our first 40-hour divorce and family mediation. We have another one coming up in January. And next month in um, November, we're going to be doing an advanced uh, mediation training. And we're going to have a large number of what we hope to be really high-level gold standard uh, trainings for you all. So if you are interested in that, please feel free to reach out to me, Susan at Learn to Mediate Online. Or you can go to our brand-new website at mostenguthrie.com. That's M-O-S-T-E-N-G-U-T-H-R-I-E.com. So thank you everyone for joining me and I'll see you again next week. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the Learn to Mediate Online podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie. And if you liked this episode, please give me a five-star rating and tell me what you did like in a review. Join me each Tuesday morning at 6 a.m. to hear another episode and be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss one. Send me your questions and comments at susan at learntomediateonline.com and you can find out more about my trainings and programs at learntomediateonline.com. I'll see you next week.